of the Living Geek. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 99 of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, take some questions from Facebook and Twitter, and we got some news. But before I do that, I would like to welcome in the Michael P.S. Hayes to my Terry Gordy. Marianne, how's it going? You're going to explain that one? Nope. Okay. And since today is a special day... Uh, I'm going to welcome in the Jimmy Jam Garvin to round out the trio. AJ from the Spinning Heel Kick podcast. Sir, hello. What up, man? I'm excited to be here. The Jimmy Garvin. I, I like that. I'm taking that. <laughs> he was jamming. So those are the fabulous Freebirds. And they okay. played by the Freebirds rules, which uh, when they were tag team champions, any two of them could uh, defend the titles at any time. Of course, yep. my mind goes straight to Freebirds, the burrito place that's not there anymore. Oh, Ooh, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not there anymore. No, it's that place not. was great though. I've never it was, had it. It was originally, I think, a they had instructions Santa on how Barbara. to eat it. It was like a yeah to take off the foil. Yeah, there's one. There's one in uh, Cupertino. Is it still there? I don't know. I lost my brother. Mm. Um, <clears throat> well, anyway, that's a show. Burritos. <laughs> we can talk burritos <laughs> burrito, all night if we burrito have to. I, would, I would be fine with it. Uh, AJ, so you have your own pocket. This is this is so strange to me because. I know some people in the area that podcast, but I had honestly never heard of your podcast until you reached out to us, and I listened to your Jordan Grace interview and a little bit of the JTG interview, and um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the podcast? Yeah, absolutely, man. The podcast was an idea that I had about a year ago, and basically, you know, not to sound too corny or anything like that, as a kid, I always thought of, you know, two things I wanted to do in life. One was to be able to work in the community, and then the second part of it was to be involved in pro wrestling somehow. So I did the whole, you know, went to college, got the degree. Um, in pro wrestling? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> got the, I got a uh, bachelor's degree from San Jose State in criminal justice, and I used that to become a social worker for foster youth. Oh, cool. So while doing that, man, like, I just met so many kids out there who face a lot of negativity in the world, and but still dreamed big and they they were chasing whatever they wanted and i figured okay you know i'll use my my real name cuz aj's the gimmick but what did 15 year old raj want you know he wanted to be working the community boom finish that pro wrestling how am i going to get involved in that so i decided to create the podcast where i can interview wrestlers every week you know talk wrestling but also talk about you know motivating the youth to follow their dreams and merging both of my passions together which is like to me, it was the greatest idea ever, and it's been a little over a year now, and I'm just working towards making it popping, man, trying to get bigger and bigger. Well, I mean, from what the little I've listened to, it's fantastic. I mean, as you said, it's not just about professional wrestling. It's about the struggle to be successful in professional wrestling, which is also cool, and then triumphing in that as well. Yeah, and I think the one thing, too, is like, Pro wrestling is very, you know, we have our own world in pro wrestling. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's a very strange sub. It's the most unpopular, popular subculture. It, oh, it absolutely is. But I cannot quote myself on that. That was not me that said that. <laughs> but everything about pro wrestling and pro wrestlers, you know, achieving these goals, whether it's to be in the WWE or just get anywhere where they put their mind to, is something that can be generalized. You know, everybody goes through struggles. We all got to make sacrifices. 
But, you know, those struggles and sacrifices lead you to making those dreams and it makes it count as long as you, you know, the two words that I use on a podcast a lot is being hungry and motivated. You got two of those things. You can go anywhere in life. I'm just hungry. Very true. For burritos. (laughs) For burritos. Not even. (laughs) That's awesome. We'll, We'll plug some stuff through and through here, but, um... You went to a- APW's Halloween Hell. I absolutely was, man. It, uh, what a show. We did not attend. We wanted to. Shame. But, uh, I know. Dude, I know. Must. Um <laughs> I saw that you met broke the broken one, Matt Hardy. Uh, how was that? That experience, man. You know what? The first thing I told him, you know, I went up to him. You know, I like to go to the shows, get connected with the wrestlers, you know, yeah. tell them about the podcast. You know, I went up to Matt, and the first thing I told him was, I was like, you're a fucking genius. You know, this this character that he has now is so, it started off so abnormal. Like, people yeah. are like, what It's the still hell? abnormal. It, it, really, it, it really is, but we're loving it, you know? Yes. We're loving it. It's something that we've never seen before. And for him to come up with it, it's amazing. And so I told him that, hey, you're, you're a fucking genius. And the whole time, me and him were having a conversation, and I'm promoting my podcast with him. He's kayfabing me the whole time. <laughs> I thought that was the greatest thing in the yeah. world. I was like, this is awesome. I'm glad he didn't break that for me. Yes. Like, I wanted him to keep talking in the gimmick. And I left. I left the happiest man. We exchanged information, did all that, and hopefully we can get him on the podcast soon enough. Uh, but that, was to me, was great. That's amazing. Nobody does that anymore. When, no. you, when you have a character and you're just talking to fans, like, he was fully into it. Did you listen to his uh, podcast he did with Jericho when he was full on in character? Yeah, oh. and he went straight on for, like, an hour, right? Like, how best. amazing is that? It was amazing. When you when you know that they're staying in character and it's not, like, an energy-sucking thing for them, that's, like, fascinating to yeah. me. Because yep. sometimes you get stuck, like... You get real drained being fake. I say this is working retail, that kind of thing. And you're just like, this is exhausting kind of thing. But then you, if you, if it comes so easy to you, then just keep doing it. You know, like some people are just like brilliant, like Jervis. Yeah. Never, ever, 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 ever breaks character. No. Ever. Well, let me, let me tell you about Jervis. Uh, A while ago, we, we connected through email and even through email. He, oh, he's yeah. in character. I'm oh. like, this is this is great. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. He's amazing. Oh man, I could talk about him forever. He's the best. His birthday was on Tuesday, by the way. Well, happy, happy birthday, birthday Jervis. Jervis. Yeah. So <laughs> Halloween Hell, pretty good show. Jervis. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I got there. You know, the second half of the show, and I try to make make it to all the shows that I can. You it's know, so. hard to make that show though because it's. Friday at yep. what bell times at seven seven thirty. We made it in good time though. The we last did. one we went to, I was surprised we did, and I was yeah. like, I could do this all the time. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. But there, there's been times where traffic gets real bad. Cause there's times where I've been like almost late before. Yeah, like leaving at the same time. But so I believe I saw a picture of MVP with the with the championship. He beat uh, the War Pig. He absolutely did. That man. Is, was it by? Nefarious means? Oh, no. Caesar Black oh. shows up and helps MVP win the title. Oh, man. And then after the match, good old Jeff Cobb shows up and they uh, have a little exchange. Oh, so is that going to be the match at. Oh, oh man. Main event, 11 11. All pro wrestling in Pacifica, California. Jeff Cobb going after the title against MVP, and I think that might just be a hell of a match. That'll be yeah. a hoot. As we say, I think the day Reno Scum loses, I'm gonna cry. Oh, because they're still the uh, tag team champions. I can't, I can't. I love Reno Scum so much; it's ridiculous. 
is ridiculous. So <gasps> let's let's get into Monday Night Raw here. And I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Goldberg's coming back. Say what? <laughs> what? Goldberg? <laughs> what? I don't know if you heard. Man. So the entire show, we're showing clips of Goldberg because he's he'll be back at the end of the night. And uh, I guess we'll we'll come back to that. What did we think of this opening segment here with Jericho and Owens and Rollins? Chris Jericho's my favorite thing about Raw. He is... Uh, talk about a guy that reinvented himself after maybe falling a little flat. As soon as he brought the <laughs> list in and started doing the it thing, it just... He just he hands it, it up and it works. And I can't look at him, though, without wondering whether or not his scarf gets caught on things <laughs> backstage. Like, honestly, like, as somebody who has to wear accessories, I get my name tag snagged on drawers and shit all the time. So it's <laughs> like, you got it, like, it gets shut in a door and he just gets, like, that would be stuck. So, oh, go ahead, sorry. I was, yeah, no, absolutely. I got to agree, man. The The relationship between Kevin Owens and uh, Chris Jericho has really, has really helped me watch Raw. Yes. I, I have my opinions about Raw. I have my opinions about SmackDown. But, you know, I'll tune into Raw because I know Kevin Owens and Jericho are going to be on there and they're going to have they're their consistent. little funny exchanges. Exactly. They're they're very consistently hilarious. Yeah. Like they, the New Day and like Enzo and Cass are very consistent. Yes. With, you know that you are not going to get disappointed with them because they will make something funny out of like nothing. Yes. So that's always good. But Seth, though, is it just me or was he like, that's the realest he's ever sounded. Now. Uh, Dare I say he was funny. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. I think he drove it home too much with the uh, sparkle crotch I think he just said yeah but it, he delivered yeah, it real a, naturally a little too much for my taste probably because like, he came right. up with it himself and he was way too proud of he himself was like, the crowd, like, it was. and did you notice the, the crowd usually we have crowds that are like they'll cheer the bad guys and they'll boo the good guys they, they, they were in Colorado right Yes. Uh, I think they were in Denver. Yeah, no, were. no. Were, weren't they in Minnesota? No, they were in Colorado, I Mile think, High, because yeah. it was 420 oh, and they were oh, making right. tons of jokes. Yes. Very true. <laughs> um, this crowd was very just like, hooray, good guys. And I, I don't know. Usually I can pick up on that, but they were like, there was Seth Chance. There were, uh, I believe later on, there were TJP Chance. Yep. Which is great. And it was just, um, yeah, very pro. Just, uh, I guess, I guess that's a kayfabe crowd. Yeah, yeah I would say that. so. We'll get we'll get more into the crowd once we get to the Cesaro thing because I have shit oh. to say <laughs> about that. It was hysterical, but I did have a panicked moment at the beginning where for some reason I was like, "Why is Corey not talking? Is Corey not there?" And then like my heart just went, "Oh no, 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 no!" And I almost panicked, but then he said something mean, and I went, "Oh thank God, <laughs> I don't have to listen to Byron Corey. and Michael Cole be fucking idiots for three hours." Corey, Corey Graves was indeed in the building, oh, but thank uh, God. Rollins tries to drive a wedge between Jericho and Owens at the beginning of this program, which leads to Seth Rollins versus Chris Jericho. And I think I like this match better than I liked last week's match. I don't know what it was about last week's match, but I was kind of like, yeah, but this match was a little better. I agree with that. For sure. I like how they're so good at being bad friends. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Because I mean, they're like friends. But they're like on the same page without having to say anything. Yeah. And it's kind of enviable. <laughs> uh, 
So Rollins gets the win there, and then we move on to another singles match between the New Day and the unlikely tag team of Sheamus and Cesaro. Did we co- skip some things? We did skip some okay. things, if you have anything to no, say. No, I was just going to say the Charlotte and Lita interview. Okay, oh, I didn't write that down. Um, she makes no sense when she talks sometimes. So I didn't watch either one of those because I feel like, for me personally, that's a waste of time. To do that, yeah. Um, and that, that goes for any of them. I don't want to watch backstage sit-down interviews if, if Unless I depends go on who it is. to Raw, I want to see these people because I can almost guarantee they were there, right? Exactly. I want to see them in the ring. I mean, we don't really do the in-ring interview. Well, that's not true. We do for like the jobbers that Braun Strowman's going to fight. Yeah, and then we have to listen to Byron talk. And... But it's like, uh, bring it back, like bring it back Mean Gene style where he brings them out and interviews them and just so the people can see them and react to what they're saying. I mean, like she was like real enough, but like whenever Charlotte talks, like if you really listen to what she says, she never makes any sense. That and I'm sick of hearing the genetically superior thing because like social Darwinism has not been cool since like the 1880s. So like, why would you try and bring that back? I just hate genetically superior. It's just offensive on so many levels and I can't stand it. But anyway, Cesaro and shame. Did you watch the Facebook live feed? (laughs) I did not watch the Facebook live feed. Can we please post that in the show notes? Somebody took a still of it and it was just like his face and a bunch of the like hearts just like flying towards his face. Oh my God. It was fucking amazing. So Cesaro and Seamus, they come out together. And oh my fucking god! He's already on Facebook Live, and he he straight up had posted, "I'm hashtag not watching Sheamus." <laughs> so my question for you guys is: Do you guys feel like because there was some talk about uh, Cesaro on Raw and not being utilized correctly? Do you think this saves his Raw career? Oh, he's fucking hysterical. So uh, I guess we'll just break into this now because during Raw they um, Stephanie and. Mick accept the the challenges for Survivor Series, which I am super excited about. Yeah. Now, the rumor for that is the the brand that wins the most matches gets to. I can't remember if I read they get to swap talents <gasps> or they get to poach talent. Poach. Wow, so I didn't know about this. It's a rumor. I don't know if it's actually true. It would actually make the matches mean more. Yep. And oh, for sure. It would refresh. So if that happens, I have a feeling, and fingers crossed, that the A show, SmackDown, wins, and they get Cesaro. So who, if they want more than one person, would you? What, who else? But Sami Zayn, right? Yeah, I take I take both of them right away, and then I would give them Kalisto. The trilingual people you <laughs> have to hear. Well, because it makes no He's sense that Kalisto's boy. on SmackDown. If yeah, the cruiserweights are on Raw. It makes absolutely no sense unless you want him to be like Rey Mysterio. Which yeah. they really do want him to be like Rey Mysterio. Yeah, it was. I can't believe you didn't watch the Facebook Live. We need to post that in the. Sh- it was. It so will go fucking funny in the show notes. A fan was holding a sign that said "Seamus, you look amazing," and Cesaro stopped and straight up said, "That's the worst fan sign I've ever seen." <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> he spent like my favorite parts of the whole thing was just the sheer amount of time he where he was just staring like exasperated like look on his face, just staring at the camera. It was so funny. Like, the way he speaks to him is, like, 
almost like when you say stop hitting yourself kind of thing but it's see why are you so mad like why are you so mad to Seamus and just making him even more pissed off like uh, and he was like oh a new day promo you know how long those last I think I'm just gonna <laughs> sit down like <laughs> it was just oh my goodness and so this, this fan though had said Seamus you sucked in Ninja Turtles and, and, and Cesaro went hey, wait say that again <laughs> and put the phone oh because he face. went into the crowd yes he went into the that. crowd with the it was so funny geez. so oh. via shenanigans Big E wins oh my and god the, Cesaro in his coat. The odd couple of Cesaro and Seamus bicker some well, more. Well, Cesaro was bickering with Xavier Woods on the side, and he was like, well, this is what happens when you spend all of your time like with your cereal and your stupid hats and having to do all of those things. And he was like, whoa, have you seen Rocky Three? That's exactly what's happening right now. I'm really interested to see how this turns out, though, when they do face each other for the t- uh, yeah. titles. I have... Oh. I have... It's... They're going to beat Demolition, right? They have to beat that. I mean, if they've got this far, might as well. It would just feel very weird if they didn't beat that record. I want them to wear Demolition face paint. Oh, that would be amazing, <laughs> dude. I would pop for that. That would be so cool. Because to me, like, if, if they should break the records. Because if they were going to lose the titles, they should have lost it to the club. Agreed. That's my... Yeah. And I, man, I can go all day and talk about the club and their status on raw oh yeah i have a note on that later but still we'll, we'll, we'll jump into that whenever you guys are ready dude, but uh, you know might as well break the record dude yeah. just the entire you need to watch it it was so funny just at the very end when seamus like loses he was just done arguing with Cesaro about how he was upset that Cesaro was making it all about him on the facebook live feed and then he shows it and then he loses and he was like, how about you make this hashtag broke kick? And at the end, Cesaro was like, how about we call that hashtag pulling a Seamus because you lost? <laughs> oh, wow. It was so mean. My goodness. It was just, oh, I love the two of them. I think it's very brilliant now that I look at it. At first, I was like, what the fuck? Where are they going with this? But then it's like the two of them work together so well. Yeah. It's all, The other thing is, I mean, we had that best of seven that ended in super anticlimactic and now it's bullshit. like well you're a tag team now yeah so it's it's almost like if they don't win this whole thing was pointless no absolutely and it's probably what it's going to lead to uh, you know like you said if if they don't win then everything was pointless yeah. this whole what two months cesaro is longer just, than that shoosh. he's so good and it's not getting any younger. Don't worry, he'll be on SmackDown. I soon. love him. Probably. He's fucking great. He'll have an IC title run, if anything. Oh, oh my he goodness. He deserves it. So, next thing I have is Bo Dallas versus Neville. Do you have anything? I just put, I don't care. <laughs> the, the state of Neville is, oh, I don't even know what's happening. Did it, Did Neville lose clean? He lost clean. How does that even happen? I have no idea. He's still winning, though, because his entrance is the best. True. This is very <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> uh, so, Curtis Axel gets Bo Dallas this match, and Bo wins, and then Bo beats him up at the end. I, I don't understand what's happening. That It was just weird. I'm Look, I'm glad they're doing something with Bo. Um, and that's literally the only good thing I can say about this match. Yeah. And what's what's the purpose of Curtis Axel too, right? That's not. I have no idea. Is it a feud between Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel? And you know, it's I don't they're really stalling. Know they're using them and then stalling There's until they exactly figure it out. It yeah. There's too much stuff going on in there, and yeah. above all else, Neville losing. That makes no sense to me. That's so weird. As I called Neville and Sami Zayn 
last week on this show. Yeah. The Forgettables. That's really sad. Yeah. I feel well, we'll get to Sami Zayn a little later. Yeah. And I think he uh he's starting to come out of that a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's true. They both have great entrances, but then other than that, they're not yeah. used. Um so. I have Dana Brooke versus Bailey. Dana Brooke apparently knows the rules, you guys. And <laughs> and beat Bailey. I don't understand. That, that uh, looked like a fluke, though. Like, uh, it was so rushed yeah, and sudden I, that I was like, what the? Yeah. What I the fuck? I agree with you on that. I was like, was that a mistake? It looked really, like, messy and weird and I don't know. It was strange. It scared uh, me a bit. My next note is, it's a video game, Bill, <laughs> which was Paul Heyman and all his greatness. Uh, just saying Bill with a hard B over and over again. Uh, good stuff there. Do you he have loves any... his hard Bs. He does. Oh, that's true. He does. Brock and Bill. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Bill with a hard B. Bill. Possible title name for this episode. <laughs> we think we like announce them as we go through the episode. Uh, Braun Strowman versus the Mile High Trio. Also, I don't care. Braun Strowman. What do you think of Braun? I actually like him. I think I think he's great. I, I just hate these. They do it a lot, you know, with the with the big stars, you know, like Ryback. You know, you go yeah. through this long period of time where you just, you know, beat it up the jobbers, and it gets and it gets tiring. Like, where's Nia Jax at? Like, I was just thinking, you know that. what? That is very true. Where is Nia Jax? I don't know. She's probably trying to look for jobbers. But, I guess um, so. You know what, Braun Strowman, and, and we'll get to who shows up at the end, is my my hopes was kind of hurt, you know? I expected somebody else to come out and face Strowman, and it wasn't that person. Who did you think? I wanted Samoa Joe. That would have been great. I thought that would have made the most sense. And then just go, Regal! <laughs> <laughs> More on Samoa Joe later. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. That would have been sweet. That would have been so funny. I felt like it had to be somebody that, you know, physically can take on Strowman. Yeah. That's believable, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. I, I actually wanted Samoa Joe to be the guy who would fight Brock for yeah. Shane McMahon. Oh, that would be so amazing. Because I, th- I don't want to see Shane versus Brock. No, That's I don't think anybody does. not entertaining for me. Nope. Dad versus Brock. So Braun fights three dudes and beats them soundly and quickly. And out comes Sami Zayn to answer the call. And I don't know if I enjoy the reasoning for... He, they're like, Sammy, why did you come out? And he says, because nobody... Does he say because nobody else would? Or something like that. I think something that. along those lines. But like, what I hated about it was like he got punked. Yeah, he didn't he do did anything. get punked too. <laughs> he just got pushed out of the ring and that was the end of it. Ooh, it was boy. like, you're here. You might as well just run out there and do some stuff. Basically. And they, Hell in the Cell's the next. Okay, so that'll be on Hell in the Cell, probably. Well, yeah, probably, probably the pre-show. That you know, I said <laughs> that to my roommate. I said I can't wait for Sami Zayn to be on the pre-show. <laughs> Good lord, what a disaster! <sighs> we had the Machine Gun Carl Anderson taking on Big Cass, and let's talk about the club. You want you said yeah, let's, let's talk about the club. There's man. no justice in the world after that match. Absolutely not. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a huge mark for the Bullet Club, man. Since day one. Mm-hmm. So you know when everybody started trickling in and joining WWE, I was excited. I had expectations. Yeah. 
my expectations were like beyond anything that I could imagine actually happening. But to see what they did with the club and the possibilities that they could have had, like they just ruined it. Like how do you how do you do that with such a stable that you know wrecked havoc in New Japan? I I agree with you, but I feel like if if the club the and the club should have been champions by now. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the only reason they're not is because of this record. As we stated earlier. So True. I think that now it's like, well, they can't fight with the New Day for four months without winning the titles at least once. So what do we do with them? I guess they'll just fight Enzo and Cass. I mean, Cause my thoughts were, you know, when they did the draft and they split up AJ from the club, my initial thought was, OK, they're getting with Balor. Yeah, that, and that was my hope. I thought that, you know, they were going to reunite at SummerSlam. Do you feel like that it was geared to go that direction until he got hurt? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I could see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And so that's kind of why they're like derp. They're and just stalling. Yeah, they're in limbo right now because they're not. I mean, with but, a, with AJ, they were kind of like his muscle. If yep. anything, that proves that they were supposed to go with Balor. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, it's, it's probably going to happen. Once Ballard comes back, I, I see Ballard coming back as a heel and then reuniting with the club and that doing damage. They, would, they be... would have to. They have to do that. You yeah. can't just have that crew together on the same show and not put them together. Exactly. Ah, oh, Bullet Club. And they need to sign Tama Tonga, man. That's my boy. Tama Tonga's sick. Dude, like, how marketable is Tama Tonga? Very marketable. He can I'm, make money for them. You know, I feel like when the whole thing with New Japan, when, like, AJ and Shinsuke and then machine gun and uh luke were leaving he was also and i think uh bad luck was also but they were like oh we'll give you more money if you stay and they They were like they're like hey thanks guys you got us more money over here we're gonna stay here (laughs) more monies exactly and that happened with kenny too i think kenny signed a new contract uh we'll see it's supposedly up at the beginning of neck or is that the young bucks no, you no it's the Bucks. The it's Bucks because the they signed that year deal last year, I think. Yeah, you thought 2016 was crazy. It's going to get crazy. Look out for 2017. Oh, yeah. oh God. It's going to be insane. Shoo. Big Cass gets the win. All right, I guess. <laughs> I'm moving on to the six man, the cruiserweight six man, where they have to change the ropes. I'm sure the Sasha Banks interview happened somewhere in between here so they could needlessly change the mat, change the ropes, change the turnbuckles, change everything. It's such a waste of time. It, it really is. And I was at the Monday Night uh, Raw show in Oakland a few weeks ago, and it's they did it twice that night. And I'm like, really? Like, you don't need to put purple ropes on. You're good. <laughs> so what they do is they remove, they remove the apron, right? So they remove the apron, and then they use um, – it's kind of like duct tape. They just wrap around the middle rope, and then they take it off. They just strip it off. Huh. Yeah. I was surprised and by it too. That's crazy. So they just it's just like layered rope. Yep. And exactly. Th- they'll just get rid of it and so it like it's the top ropes are they white or red? And then uh pink in the middle right now, right? Yeah. So they'll remove that and it'll be purple? No, they'll they'll cover the pink rope with oh. purple and then take the purple tape off after the match. <laughs> Such a waste of time. It's it really a waste is. of tape. That too. Oh my god. Save tape. 
Save Hashtag the tape. I wonder, save if, tape. I wonder <laughs> if they've collected all of the balled up tape and just made a huge ball out of it. They should, and then I would. The, the new day should use it for some reason. I don't uh, know why. Yeah. It's something they would do. Yeah. It is. I was like, I have a rubber band ball collected in my locker over like the years that I've been there. It's huge. It takes up most of my locker. <laughs> so we had <laughs> Brian Kendrick, the Brian Kendrick. Well, correct yourself. Tony Nice and the Legal Eagle, Regal the Regal Beagle. Beagle. The Trailblazer, the Game Changer. Drew no, there's Gulak. one in between. There. There's another one. I can't remember. <laughs> first uh, time, t- first time, long time. They took uh, yes. <laughs> they, t- <laughs> they took on Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander, and TJP. Now, how awkward are these backstage interviews? They do. I don't. They need to stop doing them. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I I, I do not like them. But the match was very very good. Corey Graves can't say mean things about Drew Gulak. <laughs> No, he can't. If he, if he says anything remotely negative, it's extremely half-assed. He, like, he loves Drew Gulak. He loves him as he should. Uh, um, fa- fantastic match. I just love the cruiserweights. I love when, and I love when the crowd's not shitty. That's exactly. The other exactly. Thing I like is when they're not assholes. In the past few weeks, you know, before Monday, they they were assholes. Yeah. You know, chanting CM Punk in one match and like another one that just chanting a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Um. What are you guys' thoughts? Do you guys feel like the purple rope should be there? Should it be this special attraction or treat it as it was back in the days where it was just matches going on? It was nothing too big about it. So from a, I guess if I'm watching a three hour wrestling show, um, I don't want these uh, don't change anything just give me more matches you have three hours and a bigger roster than your two-hour show give me more matches um but i guess i understand why they do it because they want they want it to feel like super different than everything else yeah it's like a sub brand yeah or like a company like inside a company i don't know how to explain that i don't know but um i was i was a huge wcw fan like forever and I lived for those opening cruiserweight matches. Those were like the greatest thing. I, I don't oh, know yeah. why they don't open the show with those to get the crowd hyped. Well, you got to have your 20-minute segment in the beginning, and then that leads to the match. Because start off with like boss wrestling, and then it's all downhill from there. Man, <laughs> I remember the first... I was like, oh, man, the cruiserweights are this week. The first <laughs> giggly week, about it. Yeah, I was so excited. Oh, <laughs> man. And then you hear Roman Reigns' music. I'm like... God damn it, you've <laughs> got to be kidding me. Fucking he Roman. didn't open this week, though. He did oh, not. He did not. <laughs> he did not open. Did get a cool new shirt. You know what? I do not have this written down, and shame on me. We have to talk about... Rusev's family? Rusev's family. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rusev has just taken his game to the next level since the draft. He, I, he is uh... the best. He is so good. <laughs> I, so, and, but here's the thing. When... when Roman comes out, I went, oh, no. Because my least favorite um, trope from wrestling is the photoshops that they do. <laughs> so True. I was waiting for it. I was like, oh, look at this. And it's like his mom's face on a donkey or some shit. <laughs> Which, if that happens next week, I remember I predicted it. <laughs> I see evidence. But that didn't happen. So I was very excited. <laughs> but the the rest of it was just gold. He's... He's so good. He he is, man. And I tweeted this out last week that I think since the draft, both Rusev and Miz have become the MVPs of each show. I cannot argue that. Miz is on fucking fire. Like I've I've never seen, you know, two individuals who I felt like were getting stale 
uh-huh. and then just take it to the next level. And Rusev, Rusev, I've been a fan of his for a while because he reminds me a, a lot of uh, Umaga. Yes. Especially in the beginning when he started. Yeah. And, and it's probably because they were trained under the same, you know, mm-hmm. family tree type of deal. Yeah. Um, but Rusev, man, <laughs> everything about him is just legit. And I can see if he can keep this going, like, he, he should be a heavyweight champion soon. The best I people agree. are the ones who are clearly not taking themselves seriously. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. it's New Day and Rusev, or Tongpo, as they call him on Up Up Down Down. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen that he's angry about his rating in 2K17? Yeah. Oh, that's classic. <laughs> and they started sending him, like, gifts. And I guess, I, I don't follow him on Instagram, but apparently he was like, complaining about them like trying to bribe him so, so he beats it's, it's the best it's, it's the so same good. video where lana's opening up the nxt no, it's, a, different it's one. a different video it just came out i think like today oh, oh that, my he's so where funny. they sent him i think like fifa or something i'm not sure <laughs> and he's like what is this gets oh, all man. angry he's great That's hysterical so good so let's talk about bill goldberg i let me let me tell you I watched I watched this and I went I'm all fucking in. I am ready. This was such a as a fan of westerns. This was the old gunslinger coming back to town and being like I heard somebody wants a fight. <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, this is amazing." Uh, it was so cool. He was shaking everyone's hands. He was hugging children. Yeah. It was like the greatest thing ever. It was so cool. I, and it's true. I think it made the the importance of his return special when he did come from the backstage and everybody standing around yes, clapping. Yes. Like that, those little things make it so much more important. Biggie losing his mind. Yeah, <laughs> I love Biggie. He's the best. Like a big cuddly bear. So Bill Goldberg cuts the promo of his life, which kind of might not be saying a lot because he didn't really cut a lot of promos true. in his day. But you could tell it was from the heart for sure. Yeah. And my God, I I have never been so hyped for Bill Goldberg in my entire. I think I'm still bitter that he beat Raven for the United States Championship one after one day of holding that title. That was bullshit. Yeah, shout out to Raven, man. Underrated oh, guy. I love Raven. We'll get to Raven a little later when we answer some questions. Why do I here. feel like you were Raven for Halloween? I was Raven for I, Halloween. I believe it. Oh my god. Because I I was like, did I dream that he told me that? No. Because that sounds like an I'm awesome dream. I'm still searching <laughs> for that picture. I oh, please will one day it. find Is it. Is this pre-MySpace? Oh, n- yeah. Uh, yes. This is what? like Friendster, dude. Friendster? I don't even know. What? What, what the hell is a Friendster? <laughs> is this pre or post Zanga? Look um, I think that was Zanga. during Zanga. Oh my god. Zanga was blogs, right? Was kind it? of. Yeah. I don't know. Friendster. Friendster. Google it, kids. Uh I'm a nineties baby, man. I don't know about this yeah. Friendster stuff. Were you at least nope, you're nineties baby, so you don't uh, we just had the anniversary of the uh Loma Prieta earthquake, which I was the only one that was alive. <laughs> so that's Oops. cool. It makes you feel special, man. Yeah, good. that's what it makes me feel. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Goldberg accepts the challenge. Do we agree that it was, I, I, if he can go, I hope he can go. I hope he's ready. Cause I heard a while ago he had like knee surgery again. Uh, it's, it's always scary, you know, especially somebody at Bill Goldberg's caliber to yeah. come back. And I mean, it, it wasn't like he was doing indies or anything like that, no. right? Where he was kind of keeping in shape or in ring shape. 
Yeah. But that's the scary part, but I'm sure, you know, he's going to be training like no tomorrow for this match. It can't be any scarier than Dad Shane or Undertaker. Undertaker oh, is like Undertaker's dying. on. Oh Did you see that picture? Crutches. Oh, yeah. Or he's on like a cane. He just had like hip surgery, I believe, and that's why he was on the crutches. Yeah, but then in like five months, or no, I'm sorry, in two and a half months where we see him like doing bench presses, getting ready for mania, just this man's a maniac. <laughs> a crazy person. We're not a fan of The Undertaker. Here. I am not a fan of The Undertaker. You're not an Undertaker fan here? No. Oh. I, it is well documented, my Oh, my Lord. John, John was crying in happiness when The Undertaker lost. And this is not even a joke. There's a it's picture of it. It's not an exaggeration. <laughs> I'm not an Undertaker fan. I don't know why. There's I can't a picture of it. it. Never you just never great. did anything for me. So this is like a lifetime thing. You yeah. never liked the Undertaker. Yeah, like I, I think more recently, I I have been. I think I explained at one time where I appre- I appreciate what he's done and the longevity of it. Mm-hmm. But I think what real the the turning point for me was. Do you remember? I can't remember what WrestleMania it was where. He had been American Badass Undertaker with the worst entrance theme of all time. Uh, the You Done It Now theme. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not, come on, the Limp Biscuit one. That was, that that was great. That one's great. Can't complain <laughs> about that one. With the bell tolling at the beginning, that was great. And the motorcycle was good stuff. But I remember they started doing like the vignettes that original Undertaker was coming back, like mm. old school Undertaker. And I was like, oh, shit. This is going to be cool. Like, he's going to be the dead man. And, and I remember he came out that WrestleMania wearing MMA gloves. And all he had was, like, he had just, like, the MMA gloves and, like, the hat. And I was so mad. <laughs> I, I don't think I've forgiven him for that. I'm John like, holds grudges, apparently. It I'm seems like, like I'm like, wear the ripped sh- collared shirt thing you used to wear. Come on. That was cool. That that Ministry of Darkness Undertaker was classic. Though. Yes. That he didn't even favorite. have that on. Like, yeah. uh, oh, my goodness. Undertaker. Well, I mean, take some deep breaths. I know you're kind of a little angry All about right, it. I'm fine. Let's, let's relax. I'm ready to talk about the A show, which the A show may have not been the A show this week. Kind of fell a little flat for me, except for the main event. I can agree with that. I can agree Marianne, with that for sure. What do you? How do you um, feel about that? About me saying that? Morrow calling it a Cinderella story. I think I just shouted, "God damn it, Morrow!" Like after he said it. I'm done with you. Morrow can do no wrong. Nope. Never. But whenever it started off with Randy and that's where the, it well, just went. it started off with Randy and a returning Luke Harper. Yeah, Luke Harper. And I was all excited. And then like Bray can't let him have his one thing. And I knew it was too good to be true. And like whenever Bray calls Randy Randall, it just reminds me of the snitchy kid from Recess. Randall. Oh, yeah. You know exactly. Yeah, you know exactly. I can't. I can't. But I think Harper, like, if he knew what nice things were, <laughs> that, like... He would just be like, oh, he would He would get tired all of Bray's bullshit. Like, he'll wake up and be like, you know what? I deserve nice things. I deserve <laughs> a singles run. I deserve things like a washing machine. But... I don't even... I don't think Luke Harper would ever use a washing machine. No, he would use a washboard for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but remember, was it the creative-ish had said that Luke Harper and Dean Ambrose look like a detergent commercial before and after? <laughs> that was like my favorite thing. That's great. But I was so mad. I was really excited that he came out and I was like, fuck yes, he's a badass. And then Bray ruined it and then Kane just killed it. Yeah, so we had the, cac- the cast... Oh my goodness! Let me try that again. We had the casket 
that was nonsense, so much. Which yeah. as soon as you know the casket comes out and is set by a ringside and then the the door magically closes, somebody's coming out of it. Oh, of course. So here comes Dad Kane. Who, Dad that's Kane. Dad? I mean, Dad Kane. I well, mean, what about Grandpa Kane? <laughs> well, when he was um, corporate accountant Kane, we'd call him Dad Kane. When Dude, he would wear the, when he'd wear the, like, the wife beater and the slacks as wrestling gear. He was a dad. It just makes me it makes me laugh when he came out of the coffin because he just reminded me of a dad that like gets way too excited for Halloween every year, like more excited than their kid. He's hiding in there. You no, know, like hardcore lives for it. Like that's the the yeah. I feel gotcha, like dad kids. Kane. Yeah. Dad Kane. We've discussed that Dad Kane is a single father and yes. enjoys his beers. He works very hard. How many kids does he have though? I'd say about three. Well, there was the shield. Three. Remember? Oh yes, his oh. kids were the shield. Yes, that's yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> three different which baby mamas. Which one of you broke? Like, and like we had a Twitter account for it, and it was in all caps. And one of them oh, was, "Which kid. one of you broke my insurance salesman of the year award? Was it you, Dean?" <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. Uh, so yeah, I guess we're gonna get this tag team match because we can't. I hate have it when nice my things. kids don't do their homework. They never do. The shield. I'd say maybe Roman would. This is what happens when you get D's or something like yes. that. They were just hilarious. Roman Roman would not do his homework. We had Alexa Bliss taking on Naomi. If I skip over anything, just let oh, me know. Oh, uh, AJ Styles talking about David Arquette winning the WCW oh, that championship. Was freaking great. I did not. Why did I? I missed that. It's, I didn't see he that. had a backstage interview, and it was the most awkward thing I've ever witnessed. Did you think it was awkward, too? I, it just threw me off that he was able to say it. He, and then he, after he said that, I was waiting for um, was, Judy Bagwell to, you know, comment. Oh, my He was going goodness. crazy, like crazy, like no screaming. Fucks. like. And it was awkward, though. It was like a small child who was just like had so many things going on in their mind that they just started shouting things. And it just went off. And I was like, why is this so awkward? But it was great at the same time. Who knows? Wow. My he was goodness. like, this would be terrible, like when David Arquette won the WCW <laughs> championship. <laughs> I think David Arquette, someone retweeted a picture he posted of him wearing all Macho Man gear, holding a Slim Jim, and I'm like, that's great. <laughs> you still shouldn't have won that championship. Oh, my God. Death of WCW. Uh, R.I.P. Oh, boy. So, Alexa Bliss versus Naomi. Um they put over Naomi real hard on commentary, as they should. Yeah. And I think David Otunga actually said something that didn't sound pre-recorded. He said a couple things, actually. Yeah, he was pretty slick this week. He, he was. He, he, but I feel like he was slick because he learned a few new words. Probably. He used one later, and I was like, you learned that word today, you sly son uh, of a bitch. I can tell. You know, Jennifer Hudson texted him that word. <laughs> it's yes. Fucking ridiculous. Um, she did a springboard which I have not seen a diva do in WWE. Excuse me, a woman's wrestler. I'm sorry. I, how oh. long has it been? I'm just trying to yeah. get that stupid word out of my head. I feel like she deserves diva. this more than Alexa does. Sorry about it. Hey, Sue me. Calm Ooh. down over there. Oh, uh, no, man. I'm a, I'm a Bliss fan. Yes. Everybody I'm is. A Bliss Everybody fan. is. But Alexa, I still think Naomi is better. That, I, she did an, she did another uh, Calypso leap again during her entrance, and I kind of nerded out a little bit. Honestly, I think, and this is when I know the women's division is good, is where Naomi deserves it, Alexa Bliss deserves it, Becky Lynch deserves it, even Nikki Bella deserves it. I'll throw another name, even Carmella. Even Carmella. Carmella, Carmella was on fucking fire oh, this yeah. week. Yeah, she's been... 
stepping up her game. And I think that's the best part where I'm like, I don't even care who the title's on. Exactly. Same here. Same here. And then there was like, there was actually a fan that had a Naomi sign. And I was like, this is good yeah. things are she's, going on. She's really coming into her own. I think that it's fucking I, great. The entrance just enhances everything. Absolutely. It is so good. I remember the first time I saw that, I went, yeah, she's on her way. This is insane. And then she's got a catchphrase, which is, uh, it's feel, feel the glow, right? It's mm-hmm. a very positive thing. Like, yep. get rid of the darkness. Bring in the light. Feel the glow. It's like, yes, this glow is great. Glow sticks are fun. People, yep. yes, glow don't sticks are Don't crack them. Fun. They have glass in them. Yeah, don't do that. But you can still, like, play with them and yeah. all that other stuff. I got, I got glow stick glass in my eye one time. Holy oh. crap. Yeah, and Tony and I were in the backyard, and we cut them open, and we're just flinging it everywhere, and then I got some in my eye, and I went, this hurts a lot, and I'm like, oh, it's because there's glass in these. I should probably go to the hospital. This was actually, like, three years ago, so... No, it wasn't. (laughs) It was. My eye was all glowing. I like that. I believe it. I like that this is the first time I'm hearing about it, probably because she knows I would have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, half the shit you say to me. Very true. Yeah. That's, that is every day. No. How great was it that we got to see Kurt Hawkins this week and also did not get to see Kurt Hawkins this week? Versus I'm just oh, happy to man. be here. Noted huge Mets fan, Kurt Hawkins, who I should be happy with because he wears the Mets colors and all this stuff. I fucking love him. What is this? We did this with Eva Marie already. It's this just a slightly different. I do like that he pre-records comments and they they play it over. I do like that and I like that they're doing like the new Japan zoom in on him. Yeah. <laughs> which is great. His it's walk true. too. His walk is like a weird awkward stomp and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I was like and when he when he left and when he was looking back to like look at Apollo's reaction like he wanted him to look angry or something yes. and he was like checking behind him i was like i'm sold on this it's so funny it's funny but i and of course yeah they 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 worked me so i apparently yeah. got angry for the for the right reason they wanted me to get angry but i want to see him wrestle like so i guess he can i bet you, you know what i bet you this is nope because that's a raw pay-per-view never mind i'm sure we'll see him wrestle hopefully sooner than later it would be funny if they just dragged this out to the Survivor Series. Oh, my God. That <laughs> and, would be funny. And he gets the, the pinfall, the last pinfall. Oh, he's on the team and he wins. And Survivor. he ends up winning the match. I think that would be fucking <laughs> that classic. That would be great. I how, would cry probably. How over would he be after that? Oh, my God. I don't even know if he would be over. Like, that's the thing. People would be like, what the fuck is that shit? I think it would be great. <laughs> now, it's a rib on everybody. I, I skipped the Ziggler, Heath, Rhino versus the Miz and spirit squad. So if you have anything to say, um, there was a, we want Slater chant. Thank God. And also JBL them talking about Mikey and Kenny was the funniest thing. Like JBL, like was like, they were talking about how, um, I think David Otunga said something mean about like their weight or something. And JBL was like, they're bases. That's what they are. They're the ones that hold other cheerleaders up and stuff. And then he (laughs) was like, He was like, JBL was like, are you blind? Kenny Shred? That guy's got less body fat than I do. <laughs> it's true. Kenny, Otunga, Kenny's still in good shape. Yeah, Otunga was is. like, Kenny is an ectomorph. And I went, that asshole just learned that word today. <laughs> the, and there was like an awkward silence. And then all of a sudden, Otunga was like, wait, Mikey's got less body fat than you do, John. And JBL went, 
I was waiting for that. I set you up for it on purpose, and you made me wait for it. Thanks. <laughs> like, you fucking failed. Oh, my God. Do you guys remember when Kenny was supposed to be the guy? Yes. Oh my Kenny God. Dykstra. Did he? I feel like he won a title during that time. No. Other than a tag team title. I don't think he did. Or he was in line for a It was like a intercontinental, I yeah. feel. But I don't think he won it. Yeah, Kenny Dykstra. He's got the same last name as the chick who played Triple H and wrestling isn't wrestling. Di- well, and I think it was a play off of uh, Lenny Dykstra, it is. former it is. Met and Philadelphia Philly. I think this yeah. might be a Nails. second run for Kenny. I think it is too. I think it might. It, it and it, if anything, it enhances their tag team division, which is yeah. already stacked. Absolutely, I would love to see Spirit Squad versus uh, American Alpha. Oh, I that would be that great. would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. For sure. That would be charisma up the wazoo. So, our main event of the evening is the phenomenal AJ Styles defending the WWE World Championship against one James Ellsworth, who has theme music and also a shirt. That you can get on WWEshop.com now. You can go get that. Dean also has a new shirt, and I went, well, my bank account. So... And then I sent John, I texted John a picture of they have a Dean Ambrose like Christmas oh, ornament already. A gingerbread Dean ornament. Ambrose. And I went, oh, it's boy. so cute. It is pretty adorable. <laughs> and then John was like, is there a Luke Harper one? And I was like, fuck, I wish. I That'd wish there great. was too. I'd buy one. <laughs> so this match, I mean, uh, Dean was the special guest ring announcer. He was and doing all the he jobs. He was doing all the jobs. Because <laughs> he wasn't given restrictions. So why not take the ball and run with it? So, so. I mean... Let me tell you this. So, so it was a match, obviously. <laughs> but when so when James Ellsworth hits this uh, no chin music, I believe as it was called, and AJ drops to the to the floor and he gets the near fall on him. The uh, first of all, I love Dina Ambrose's reaction. He was losing his mind. The yeah. entire everybody crowd was was losing their mind. The other thing that was great about this entire match was the. Um, Goldberg style Ellsworth chance. Oh yeah. And that made the match I felt like. Yeah, the crowd was super into it. Yep. Oh, uh, we had the like Dean going to commercial. Did you see what happened during the commercial break where he went and interviewed him like on the outside and was no. like I heard about that. He's like, James, how you feeling about this match? He's so funny. <laughs> like he's like, I feel like I'm in it. <laughs> it, was, it was so great. We'll talk about James Ellsworth. He kept, Ellsworth he kept throwing him back into the ring again, and yeah. JBL. I think like David Otunga was like he might. David Otunga was being like irritatingly positive about the yeah. whole thing, and JBL straight up went, "David, stop it!" He was like losing his mind. Like I'm, if you continue with this, I will punch you. If there's like one new thing that I really enjoy about SmackDown, it is the David Otunga JBL banter, where <laughs> David Otunga's like insisting the most stupid like, ass shit. He he's almost like it's almost like on Raw with Corey Graves and Byron. And Byron. Exactly. Kind of. But this we is think more we figured like, out Byron. We all is, figured out Byron. Yeah. This is more Nothing like. Nothing phases in Byron. Yes. He's just like, oh, I love everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's a positivity. Um, but I love their banter during this match, and I feel like it was the same last week. The banter was very, very good. It's like JBL can't wrap his mind around David Otunga. He can't Otunga. handle like it. Like, he no. just, he can't, no, he was like, David, stop it! Like, he was lost it. It was so funny to me. So, a- oh, actually, I'm sorry, AJ <laughs> loses his cool and gets disqualified 
So your winner of this match, James Ellsworth, two weeks in a row has, has beaten AJ Styles. We'll talk about James Ellsworth a little later. Someone asked us a question about it. What, so. are, what is it that, that Dean said you have more victories over... He has more victories over you than like John, John Cena. Cena. Yeah. <laughs> it was yes. like super fucking funny. But like I think David Otunga described Ellsworth as somebody who looked like they got pinned down and had random tattoos put on them. <laughs> I remember that line. Both of his tattoos are offspring tattoos. The band offspring. One of them is the like the little flaming skull. I think from they're so mean to him though. Like they're so yeah. I think I mean that's what they're supposed to be. Yeah, I know. JBL described him as a turtle without a shell. (laughs) That sounds about right. I think the best part of that match, and I I popped hard for it, was when AJ put James in the chin lock. Oh, when he got out, he slipped right out. (laughs) I was like, "That's fucking genius." That was so, and he just looked at him like (laughs) (laughs) it was so funny. Man, I wonder who great. came up with that. I mean, it just seems like they those it's two so just put it just fucking themselves. go with it, right? Yeah, I don't know, but I love how Dean just hab- like habitually were dirty deeds anybody who attacks yes. him, and yes. it makes me wonder whether or not he's ever like. I feel like if he's ever scared, that's like his first instinct is to like <laughs> if he's dirty deeds Renee at like one o'clock in the morning. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. I would hope not. That'd be terrible. <laughs> there is so I like I want to do that at a bar. Just like if somebody comes at me, just dirty deeds the shit out of them. That dirty deeds looked clean too. Yeah, at the beginning good. of SmackDown too, they did a replay of it and they just remixed it like three times. Yeah. And I was like, I can watch this. <laughs> All right, let us move on to NXT. There's a lot on NXT for an hour. There's like 15 matches or something. There like was that. not. No. There's like 37. Four. There's one, two, three, four. Four matches. Yep. That's what I thought. So we opened the show with Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. First round match. No Way Jose and Rich Swan, which was just an amazing, just an amazing duo. <laughs> That's uh, the, the, oh, They were made for each other, those two. Taking on Tony Nese and Drew Gulak. My boy. A pretty good match. I, I just the team of No Way Jose, Rich Swan, and I feel like this is a problem that we're going to see. Like, oh, I want to see more of this team, but next there, week is, is the authors of pain. Authors of pain. Like, Imagine if they beat Shoot. them, though. That'd be great. That'd I would be, be fine with that. Um, <laughs> no Way Jose and Rich Swan get the win and move on. They cut a little promo on the authors of pain, and I think when they said the authors of pain, the crowd was like. Oh, well, this was fun. (laughs) (laughs) While it lasted. This was fun while it lasted. It's a done deal next week. We had the glorious one with his rotating uh, little stand he's on, which is my new favorite thing. His lazy Susan. His lazy Susan. (laughs) That's right. Oh, my God. He's on a lazy Susan. That's great. Do you feel bad for people named Susan? Like, it's like, oh, lazy Susan. What is that? My mom's name is Suzanne. Well, is she offended by the lazy Susan? I don't know. I've never tried it on her. But my mom isn't offended by much. True. Confirmed. Yes. <laughs> Taking on, I believe it was episode number 51 guest of the Spinning Heel podcast, Sean Maluda. Maluda. My brother, Sean Maluda, man. I was excited to hear that he was on NXT this week, man. Good guy. Now, I believe he was in, he was in Cruiserweight Classic, right? Yep. And I believe... He he lost in the first round, right? I remember that match, and I was like, "This kid's good." He lost to uh, Ibushi in the first oh, match, yeah. but that he, match was good. It was a great match. He had a great showing. It was very good, and uh, yes, I'm also glad that he, to see him on 
on NXT. They, they've had him a few times after that too. After the Ibushi match, they he showed he had up a tag team match. Tag team match, and then also I think right after the he got eliminated from the classic, he was in a match with the Tommy. That's right. Yep. Yes, he was. So they're using him. I I think they should sign him. Oh, absolutely. I think I think he has it. His, his style is different. Yes. I mean, his character is a little bit different from the typical Samoan mm-hmm. uh, gimmick that you know they get. And I mean, the cool thing about him though. And when we, when me and him did the podcast, we didn't talk about Roman Reigns and the Usos. Mm-hmm. It was, it was all about him, and he had his own story to tell. And I think he brings something different to the table than the the Reigns and the Usos do. So, I, I'd love that's, to see him. That's good, him. absolutely. And he's not about. He doesn't. It's. I always assume like if I'm interviewing somebody from a big family, you know, like the like the Samoan dynasty, you know, I expected him to talk nothing but being being in that family and stuff. But he didn't, man. Real humble guy. Really wants to do it on his own and yeah. just create a name for himself. That makes him it. all the more deserving. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so great. fingers crossed for him because he's yep. he's very good. When are we going to hear about how the tryouts went? The oh, WWE oh, tryouts. The, uh, the, Did they just the announce last, that like weirdly one by one? The last round they had with um, with all our NorCal folks. There. Yeah, I don't. Oh, all our NorCal folks and Scott Parker and a bunch of Chikara people <laughs> and a bunch of Chikara dudes. Um, <laughs> no, they haven't said anything about no, that. No, and I think it's going to be months. And you know, from what we hear, yeah. But, but I, I mean, shout out, shout out to all the good brothers and good sisters from NorCal. A lot of my close friends were there, yeah. and it was real nice to see them. Especially, you know, Marcus Lewis. Yes. Oh my, my god, dog, that's my big bro. It's so funny because I was looking at that picture. And I was like, oh, okay, I see some people from, from the area. And somebody tweeted like two two hours later. Like I just looked it over. I didn't look at the names. I was like, oh, I see some familiar faces. And then I went back and looked. And I went, oh, fuck, Marcus Lewis is there. Marcus That's so sick. sick. He has improved so leaps and bounds. Yeah, we I went th- over that when we saw him at... Um uh, APW, the yes. last one that you went to, yeah. I, I had seen him wrestle live, I want to say, maybe two, three years ago. And he hit, man, he's just hit the ground running. He, I think he wrestled in Premiere too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's a mainstay over there. Yeah. When's their next show? Premiere. Coming, coming up soon. It John, better be. John, John, if you're listening, man, you need to set up that next show. I messaged them. I went, hey, when's your next show? Because I feel like you were going to have Shauna Basler versus um, Nicole Savoy. Yeah. Where's that match? <laughs> well, Savoy's out for a while now. No, what happened? From what I know, uh, did she get hurt? She did get hurt, and she's going to be out for a long period of time. I think she Fucking tore ACL. Hell. Oh, shit. So she might Fucking be out for, for a very long time. And this is right after a WWE yeah. trial, which sucks. Fuck, I didn't hear that. They yeah. really like her, too. I'm very... Yeah, I think it was real. Great. She kept she's it real low-key about it. Um, but, you know, another another folks out there that had the tryout is um, my girl, Samara. So I don't know if you guys follow East Bay Pro Wrestling too much, but Samara is a... Uh, Indian female pro wrestler, which is very rare to come by. Uh-huh. And the fact that she got a tryout was real cool. And uh, another name to watch out, you know, talking about the small mm-hmm. ones is Jacob Fatu. Yes. Yes. Star. Yeah. Absolute oh, star. Oh, my goodness. We, I talked about Umaga earlier. This guy's legit like yes. another Umaga. And yeah. He's so athletic. The APW mm-hmm. one we went to, we saw him, and I was like, this dude is He's the real deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's great. And I, I can see him getting signed one of, probably one of the first batches. Oh, yeah, definitely. We'll get to some new NXT signees a little later. So Bobby Roode wins. I believe he talks some shit about my boy, Ty Dillinger. And then Ty Dillinger Aww. was like, no. And Ty Dillinger comes <laughs> take out. Take that, Ty. Dude, this is like everything I could have hoped for Ty Dillinger right now. Yeah. Like, 
he's gonna he's the good guy because the crowd loves him and they're trying to make the crowd turn against Bobby Roode, which is probably virtually impossible. But they pick the right guy to try and yeah, absolutely. Like yes. So new two new tag teams. We had Tucker and Otis, which. 100% on board immediately. <laughs> Two giant lads that are just going to beat the shit out of everyone. And the minute I saw them, I said, I need Tucker and Otis versus the Authors of Pain. Like, oh, immediately. I need them just beating the shit out of each other. Just big lad wrestling. <laughs> big That's all we want. Wrestling. Big versus Austin wrestling. Aries and his mystery tag team partner. And I just happened to be wearing... The shirt that they sold me at WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> Roderick Strong comes out, makes his debut, and we have a little uh, Generation Next reunion. What about the boots? He was not wearing shitty they little were, boots. They were pretty shitty. They though. were not his little boots, though. They were. They were not shitty little boots. Were they a I little higher? They were the a little, little, little bit boots? higher. They were like, um, like mid, like mid upper calf length. So shitty mid upper calf length. Boots. Yeah, they were that not. They were not his shitty. They were not his shitty ankle boots. Uh, he's in yeah. the big leagues now. I was he pissed. He came out and I wrote, "But what about the boots?" <laughs> like, that's Trips it. was like, "You got to get rid of those boots. <laughs> you have to do it because otherwise the audience is going to chant shitty little boots at you." Want them to most like, shit most likely. You. Um. <laughs> I just, that I match love, was so good, though. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was so good. Um, Aries and Strong win, move on in the tournament, and they're going to face TM61 in the next round. Fuck yes. That's going to be a great match. Corey lost his mind when fucking Roderick yes, Strong came did. out. Uh, <laughs> we had Nikki Cross taking on Danielle Camella, and I don't know what's going on with the Nikki Cross thing. I get it. You're crazy, but please stop biting yourself. That's weird. And hitting yourself. Do one or the other. I don't know if I need Not even both. Dean would do that. And he's crazy. And I love I love Nikki Cross. She's Nikki Storm. Um, yeah. She's fucking fantastic. I don't know if this is the right fit for her. Uh, I, I don't think so. Only because now they signed Crazy Mary. Yes. So, like, what are they going to do with Mary? That's going to be different from Nikki. Exactly. Well, we'll we'll get we'll get to Crazy Mary. I have Mary my Dobson. fantasy booking for. Uh, I I believe it might Mary. be the same. We might be on the same. <laughs> I think we are. Here. Are you on the same page with us? We'll get we'll get to yeah. it. But All I think right. it I do, involves I do. someone that's on SmackDown right now. Yeah. I do like how Sanity is more. About beating the shit out of people as opposed to actually beating them in a match. Yes. True. Which Agreed. is totally my kind of logic. Yes. Just, but, <laughs> just beating someone. Just want to beat somebody up. Yeah. Just make them look bad physically and you'd be like, ah, I lost. I don't care, but you looked fucking stupid. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> the end. Uh, we had Shinsuke come out at the end and um, Patrick Clark, why would you do this thing? Why would you do the thing? And let me tell you, uh, we really like the rebranding of Patrick Clark. Loved it. We think it's, it's loved it. It's, it's better than what. It, yeah, it's very different. But um, there's some crushed velvet Shinsuke going on. Did and not loved it. appreciate it. And uh, Joe tries to sneak out a little bit towards the end here. Joe can't sneak anywhere. Can't sneak, Joe. Sorry, not when <laughs> no. you're yelling William Regal's name. Regal. So and we end with the Sarah. You know that whole thing. So there you go. That was NXT. All right, let's get to some news. Tommy End, Crazy Mary Dobson, and Big Demo have reported to the WWE Performance Center 
Crazy Mary Dobson, who we just mentioned. Yeah, she was rumored, heavily rumored, to be insanity. Yeah. That, I, like her, we all thought, oh, it's just her. She's going to be sanity. And then it was like, <laughs> no, it's a bunch of people. And then we're like, oh, there's Crazy Mary Dobson. Wait a minute. That's not her. Where's Crazy Mary Dobson? So here she is now. And what do you think there? What's your fantasy booking? Because I'm pretty sure it's the same as mine. I think I think it's time to finally have a sister Abigail. Yes. And I think if there's if there's somebody that's on the roster that's going to fit that character, it's her. Definitely. Um, I, I had like different thoughts of maybe other people that can do it. I thought Santana Garrett could have been one. Um, oh, that would be such a departure. She's for her, so too. great. She's so amazing. Shout yeah, out she's to her. Great. She's been on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I thought Santana could have been a good one. I think for a minute I thought Paige could have like fit that somehow yeah. in a little tweak. But this this right here is the chance for her, you yes. know, for them to have that character, and it's needed. Like, why talk about the sister Abigail for how many years has yeah. it been? Three years, and even to the point where this this character saves Brave from being locked in that room. Yeah. Like he mentions and reaches out, and then he's gone. Exactly. So I think that would be good. It would strengthen the women's division yep. on SmackDown, even though you're really a fucking don't weirdo need it. like voodoo no. princess. Yes, I'm totally down. I think that'd like be so Tia cool. Dalma in the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah. Let's do it. Why not? Uh, Tommy Shrunken Heads everywhere. is one of my favorite wrestlers. Have you seen Tommy End? I've wrestle? seen a little bit of his work, man. He's a beast. You've never seen him wrestle live, though? <sighs> nope. <laughs> uh, we had the... Let me Sorry, guys. I don't get to get tickets to PWG. No, no, no. He, like was, he, was in, uh, he came and wrestled... Uh, the, well, one of the first times he was booked in America, I feel... And correct me if I'm wrong, Internet. He was, uh, it was WrestleMania 31 weekend. He wrestled at an Involve show. And I said, who the fuck is this guy? He is amazing. Fuck, I think we both looked at each other and went, fuck. Because was, he was incredible. He's also so nice, too. I'm so He's happy for nice, him. Very He's nice, so dude. nice. So, and uh, Big big Demo, I've seen him a little bit in progress. And I think he's wrestled in WXW and Rev Pro. Um, not this Rev Pro, the Rev Pro. Oh, I, I, I knew exactly what you were talking about. He is another, he's a giant lad. Yeah, another one. <laughs> he's another one. So I another think someone one. tweeted, are they going to have a shirt big enough, like a WWE performance shirt big enough for him? Like, and that's <laughs> not a joke. It's like, a special order. Yeah. So I think with these three signings, and you have Roderick as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm... I'm happy because I'm not gonna lie, man. For for a while, I stopped watching NXT. Like I was watching it, it religiously. Was very boring for a little while. Yeah, I was watching it religiously. You know, every Wednesday, and you know, then Balor leaves, Bailey's gone. It's like, okay, what's it's all left? the oomph is gone, kind of thing. Kind of. So they they had this weird transition, but it feels like they're trying to bring it back. I think Bobby Roode's ahead yeah, of Bobby Roode, yeah, he's yes. helping out with that, and I'm excited to see them when they come out here I'm just so next week. Tommy, and I just want holy to crap, yeah, someone. that's next week. Yep. I love Tommy and he's the best. Oh, she's having a little moment here. I love him. Just imagine Tommy and Samoa Joe matches. I, oh, oh. Or Tommy and Shinsuke matches. Oh, Just so kicks good. everybody uh, in the head man. all the time. I wonder what his finish I'm is going to so be. I'm so mad I did not take a picture with him. I'm, no, I'm I still pissed. At that. Oh, I'm so snap. pissed about that. He was standing yeah. next to Chuck Taylor for like an hour. And I was like, why did I not take a picture with those two idiots? And you probably just stood there staring at them. No, 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 no. I was talking. I was talking with Chuck Taylor. But an I hour mean, and 15 minutes. First Chuck Taylor mention. I, hate <laughs> oh, I, heard, I heard there's something about a Chuck Taylor. I love Chuck Taylor. He is the best. 
But yeah, I just remember like him like going past. And I was like, Tommy, you're the best. And he went, Guten Tag. And he like ran past me. And I was like, you're the best. That's not even Dutch. Like, <laughs> He's a great dude. I wonder if they'll I'm let him bring his rabbits. I'm sure they will. Okay. AJ Styles tweeted out a picture of him and HBK in a face-off with the Royal Rumble logo and the little thinking emoji, and the internet lost its mind. Our thoughts on this match will probably not happen. <laughs> um, they do need to fill the Alamo Dome, so we could maybe see it. I don't think we will. Thoughts on HBK randomly coming out of retirement? Uh, I mean, like you said, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's more of just getting the internet to talk. Um, if it does happen, I'd be really surprised that yeah. Michaels comes out for a match against AJ. Nothing against AJ, but I feel like if, if Michaels was going to come out, you know, for another match, it would be, you know, the typical, like, Triple H or Undertaker yeah. or somebody. Or if it could have been Daniel Bryan when they had that little stare down, yep. you know, not too long ago. Very true. So, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's just to get the internet talking. Speaking yeah. of Daniel Bryan, um, did you, you don't watch Talking Smack. No, I, I couldn't watch it this week, mostly because Baron Corbin was on it. The internet is talking about how fucking douchey Baron Corbin was on this past episode of Talking Smack. Daniel Bryan wanted to murder him. The banteriest man he in was, all of he WWE. He was so offensive the whole time, and Renee was like, you're so disrespectful, straight up said to him. She was like, what is wrong with you? Like, And Daniel Bryan was like, because he was just being so fucking mean. And Daniel was like, what is fucking like up with you? You're so disrespectful and awful. Like, how dare you? Like, yeah. I was like, because you're a douche. I couldn't watch it. It just made me too mad. But that's one of the Twitter questions is Dan just asked us about it while we were recording, by the way. Oh, mm-hmm. Dan. He asked if we watched it. And I went, oh, no. Yes. Oh yeah, I did get the I did get an at reply about that. But uh, AJ, um, if you really wanted to wrestle HBK, maybe you should have signed with WWE. I don't know, seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shoot. So I love I, you, AJ. I did see a little. I don't know if it's breaking news. I don't know if it's just to get people talking. But Mister uh, Adam Rose, I have that in my notes. Oh well, there you go, Adam Rose. You know. I have my thoughts about him, and uh, I'm yeah. not gonna talk about we it. We all do, but uh, well, he uh, he kayfabed me a few times. Oh, uh, had a couple phone calls with him, try to get him on the podcast, but uh, he thinks a little, uh, a little something, something. Um, okay, but he, he's talking about coming back on SmackDown. Oh, he said SmackDown. He said SmackDown so live. The first thing I uh, I saw was it was the tease tweet where he said something big is coming this party is going to blow the roof off hashtag you can't hang with adam hashtag adam rose hashtag wwe so i hate I, hashtagging your own name i guess that <laughs> is yeah, that's so strange um i don't particularly care either way um i think he's done some very sh- shitty and questionable things and I, who knows, maybe they released him and said, just lay low for a little while and then you can come on back. Or don't lay low, which is what he was Yeah, doing. he wasn't really laying low. So I, I don't know. I don't particularly care. And I, uh, from looking around the room, feel like you guys don't really care either way. Either. I have split ends. You know, Sorry. I, I, I like the guy. I, you know, I liked his character when he, he was just starting it in NXT. Yeah. Then you, you know, get to the main roster. Things got a little kiddish and stuff. And he talks about it on his podcast with Colt Cabana. Yes, I will just listen to that too. Um, 
you know, I think it's always strange to me, and, and the Headbangers did this too, when they start talking about the returns, yeah. when nothing official comes out, it kind of, like, I miss that that surprise. The surprise. Even There's a guy no like, surprises. Like, like him, right? Him coming back, and I'm not a too big fan of him, but him coming back would throw me off, and I'd be like, oh, yeah. shit, that's kind of cool. Um, but him just, it's just him promoting himself. If it yeah. ends up not even being a return and him just kayfaving everybody, yeah. just get some more, point? you know, offers on the indies or something, like, eh, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if he does come back, cool. Adds another person to the roster, and hopefully he could do it his way like he wants Maybe. to. Hopefully. It's, it's hard to avoid things like that with the internet. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he could have, I mean, nobody would have saw that coming. He could have kept his mouth shut. Yeah. Could but he, though? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Questions from Facebook and Twitter. Holland made a return. What? Holland, thanks, buddy. You're uh, alive? He asks, how long do you foresee James Ellsworth, uh, his usage in WWE? Uh, I do understand that storylines can change and such. Would you compare him to the cult following of Blue Pants on NXT? I will pull the room. I think he's going to have a longer run. I think he's going to be on a full-time contract. Um, I think, he, you know, the fact that the crowd believes in him and he got over with them. Do we really, though? I think, I, th- I personally think he's the new Barry Horowitz. I, I can see that. Who, who was an enhancement talent in I like do know the who that 80s. Is. He's the guy who would pat himself on the back. Yep. Um, he had like one random weird run where I think it was against Skip of the Body Donnas where he picked up some wins yeah. and they had like a little feud for a little while. I think he'll be around for a little while. I th- Honestly, I, I was reading something though where he was doing an interview with something and he, he had said like, I'm not sure how much longer they're going to use me kind of thing. Well, he got a shirt now. So He's you got think. a shirt. So you figure he might be. That's, but that's I mean, official. also, um, Styles and Jericho got a shirt too, and that did not last very long. And also, Sheamus had a shirt. <laughs> but they're they're Sheamus. all under contract too, though. That's the very thing. true. And I think I read this somewhere. I thought it was genius of whoever thought of the idea is have Ellsworth end up becoming this like cocky son of a gun, saying, "Oh, I got two wins on the champion," and then yeah. ends up having like this big bodyguard that helps him win matches. That would be great. I bet you it was the same person that came up with Ava Marie always avoiding things and then getting I, I, would, I would be that would be very interesting. That person is fucking brilliant. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So Holland, I uh, I could see it happening for a little while longer at least, and then uh, comparing him to Blue Pants, um, I think he's bigger than Blue Pants. Obviously, I feel. Because I mean, he got Corey he, doesn't hate him nearly as much as he hates Blue Pants. Very true. Very true. And, and I mean, it's a different crowd too, right? NXT crowd is different from the WWE crowd. Yes. Even though it's under the same umbrella. Yeah. Two different crowds, larger crowd with the you know the SmackDown show. So I, I see, I see him staying for at least a good six months solid. Yeah, a little while longer for sure. Uh, Nick asked, "What was the moment you said, oh, this is it'?" I am now a wrestling fan. For him, it was the me- when the Mega Powers collided at WrestleMania Five. So for me, you. you know, and I talked about it on the show before on, on the podcast. Yeah, that you know, I, back when I was like four or five, I had a curfew, had to be in bed by eight o'clock. Uh-huh. All that, you know, all that jazz. Uh, one night, decided to be a rebel. Got out of bed at nine p.m. Went to the TV and turned it on, and the first thing I saw was 
Undertaker and Mankind in a tag team match against Shawn Michaels and Triple H. And oh, I can't remember wow. exactly who it was, but it was somebody, Triple H or Shawn Michaels, hit Taker in the head with a chair shot uh-huh. and gets cut open. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. I love it. And that was the day I became a wrestling fan. Marianne? The Shield. The Shield. Okay. Because that's around the same time that I started watching was right when The Shield came out. Yeah. That and with indie wrestling, it was definitely Chikara. Uh-huh. Most 100% definitely a Chuck Taylor match. Yes. But <laughs> it was Chuck Taylor versus. And now, if you've not seen this match, you have to go find it. I think Chikara put it online for free. It's pure comedy match. It's. Um, All of his matches are comedy no, matches. It's uh, <laughs> Chuck Taylor versus Archibald Peck. Oh my God. Um, and the storyline is <laughs> Archibald Peck's. Archibald Peck's girlfriend just broke up with him, so he's depressed. But he has to wrestle this match, and Chuck Taylor's trying to break him out of it as they wrestle. It's very funny. No, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't, I haven't been into uh, Chikara too much, but that sounds like a great way this to start. This is old Chikara, though. Is, it was yeah. that, and it's just when I, I would slowly fall more and more in love with it, mainly just because of the brilliance of the characters of Chuck Taylor and obviously Tim Donce. I think the match where Tim Donce came out and he was just it was well always his abuse to Jakob Hammermeyer, where yes. he came out and he just he pushed that fan out of the chair and just stood on the chair and went. Yeah. And that's it. And it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but like it was definitely the shield because I just loved that when people were pissing me off and then someone just came out and went, fuck you. And then just like kicked the <laughs> shit out of them. And I was like, oh, this is the catharsis that I needed kind of thing. And that's like really when I like super got into it. And I remember you were huge on the shield. You were like, this is yeah. one of the greatest things to happen. Like very good when it, when yeah. it for, well, I mean, it was very good up until the yeah, end, yeah, which I was shocking. So. Which I think is better that they they broke that up before it got stale. Exactly. So it was like, That's oh, what Dean shit. said when he was on the Stone Cold podcast. He was like, nobody expected it. Everyone thought it was going to be me. <laughs> and that's what makes it better, that it wasn't me. <laughs> so uh, for me, so we have Attitude Era. Yep. We have, I'd say, I don't even know what, what Reality Era. Yeah, that's a good way. For me... Uh, I've been a fan since third grade, and I'm. I feel like I've had this. I've talked about this on the, this podcast before, probably with Kyle, um, my roommate who uh, loves wrestling as well. I feel like it. Oh man, third grade. So this is like e late eighties. Um, I really yeah right third grade early nineties late eighties. Well, it depends on how old you are. Yeah, I mean, I'm thirty three. Oh yeah, it was not that. It was not that. It was late '80s. It had to have been late okay. '80s. '89 earthquake. I was uh, in fourth grade. I okay, think. Okay, right. yeah. All right, you were in the third grade. I think I was in the third grade. Um, the uh, my friend Mario was super into wrestling, and I would watch wrestling with him. And I can't, I honestly don't really have a lot of early memories that i can think of i do remember watching superstars on saturday and there was something with the macho man and jake the snake uh i feel like it was the the wedding with the snake you know when he uh no 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 it wasn't that it was when he was tied on the ropes and the snake was biting him and i remember that that vividly i remember going in one room watching that and getting super scared and turning it off and going into another room 
and then coming back like three minutes later and turning it on and nope the snake's still there biting him and i was like oh this is so <laughs> crazy i'm done um but that's like one of my earliest memories that i can remember i've always been a wrestling fan that i can remember a huge wcw fan i remember watching van ha- do you remember van hammer no i don't remember him van hammer i remember him he'd come out with a guitar even though he couldn't play it and he'd do like the the we will rock you stomp thing and i was like this is great i can't remember this this is it i'm not I, a wrestling fan i find fan. that funny considering that elias samson can actually play the guitar very true <laughs> That was that was okay. When you were upstairs getting water, he and I were talking about episode titles, and that's and I was trying to think of the one that was my favorite, and it was my oh, name is my Elias name is Samson, it. and here's Wonderwall. Anyway, here's <laughs> so I have I have some general questions. I figured we would just um, go over. Let's let's start out with um, favorite all time wrestler. Oh man, I gotta I gotta go with and the name of my uh, podcast is because of this wrestler X Pac. X-Pac fan, huh? Sean Waltman. Did is, you meet him when he came to APW? I, I've met him so many times. Oh, my God. Uh, good dude. Good brother. Yeah, yes. good brother, man. Real nice. He's one of those guys that, you know, I was obsessed with X-Pac. I was a DX guy. I was yeah. going around crotch chopping everybody yeah. at school, getting suspended. Oh, shit did like you that. get offended or not when Ryan Felipe did it? Uh, Felipe? Yeah. He did it very poorly it and in front of his small child. Funny as fuck. <laughs> That was so weird. So Sean Waltman. Sean right. Waltman's my guy, man. I thought always felt like he was very underrated, small guy, but can go out, you yeah. know, do his thing with the big fellas. Opened a Did lot you see of him? doors. He's in for Chikara. People. He, he is, is in Chikara. Him and Billy Gunn were in that King of Trio, right? Yeah. Um. He actually also had probably in recent memory one of the best matches with El Generico at yeah. at a King of Trios. I think it was from two thousand and nine. I might give you some DVDs before you leave here today. John, there's like every DVD of Jakara. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get educated on that. It's so It's so good. Uh, yeah, that match is very, very good. And I think that was like, that was almost his like comeback to like, oh, I can still go. People still like like me. And that was like 2000. And that was like after his, his run had ended. He, he can Probably still after go. X- yeah, no, he can still go. Do you guys ever think about what happened to Generico? Like, I wonder what's up with him. I don't know. I heard. Jeez, I hear a lot of different rumors. Wanna... Yeah. With the, with the kids? Something, something like that. And I don't know. I miss that guy. That's All weird. I'm thinking he about is good. just any 3.0 Olay promo. 3.0 Olay. 3.0 Olay. It's just the. <laughs> Marianne, I love them. All-time favorite wrestler. Shut up. We know this answer oh, already. Lord. Just well, say I, Chris the... Jericho was my very, very first favorite wrestler, All and right. then Chuck Taylor is my favorite wrestler. Would he, but would Chuck Taylor be your current favorite wrestler? Uh, yes, Chuck Taylor is my okay, current favorite my and always, favorite. forever, always, always favorite. That was wrestler. my um, my other question. Current favorite. Current favorite. By the way, did you listen to the Rocky Romero album? Oh, fuck. Duh. Uh, I just had to make sure. Duh. <laughs> uh, Dustin song. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> current current favorite wrestler, man. I, I, there's, it's hard to just choose one. You know, I got to go. Yeah, with, yeah. I got to go with the Balor. I got to go with the Shinsuke. All right. Um, I'm oh. a big fan. Like like we mentioned, Rusev. I'm trying to think like outside of that. I mean, Kenny, man. Kenny Omega. Oh boy, he's taking over. He the, is he's taking on over. fire right now. I forgot to say, I real Cesaro is probably up there, probably like my second favorite yeah. wrestler. Also Cesaro in Chikara. Good. Also in Chikara, very deep in Chikara. Yeah. <laughs> right now, outside of WWE, I gotta, I gotta go with Kenny Harper. Omega. I'd say my personal favorite current wrestler is um, current 
IWGP Intercontinental Champion Tetsuya <laughs> Naito. Um, I am All a hail. huge Los Ingobernables fan. I remember when he came back from Mexico after he was just like, uh, hey, I'm happy to be here, guy. And he An had Apollo Crews. Yeah, <laughs> like basically. And he came back with this attitude. Like I'm he just, just happy to be here. Didn't care. And, was just a t- and I was like, this is the greatest thing. Because he was always a good wrestler. Yeah. But now he has a gimmick and it's amazing. And yeah, I'd say Naito is my current favorite. I mean, if I really had gun to my head, I'd say Naito. And I just saw him live too back in, uh, in Vegas at Ring of Honor. Oh, my Dude. God. I want to go to that so bad. I was going to ask you, too, because I know you're a huge uh, NATO fan, but yeah. you didn't get to go to that no. show or see him in live at all? No. We had a friend who was there that was sending John pictures currently. We were at the APW show. Oh, uh, yes. That was the yeah, same yeah, night. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was he sent me Naito's entrance, and I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're so lucky right now. Uh, my all-time favorite wrestler, we mentioned Raven earlier. I'm a huge Raven fan. I I mean, just that character in general, um, especially in... I know he didn't really get a good run in WCW, but I just loved him in WCW. I loved the comeback to ECW that was just very shocking where he was like, we're tag team champions now, Tommy Dreamer, my mortal enemy. (laughs) Yeah, just good stuff. Has killer DDT. Love Raven. Oh, one of the best. Other all time. You Uh... like Johnny Gargano. Oh, I love Johnny Gargano. I don't know if I would say he's one of my all. He's my all-time favorite. Like, if we have to go all the way back, because we had this conversation like Sting a few episodes ago. Great Muda is also great. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's a little hard. Same thing with tag teams. Favorite tag team. Let's go with current favorite tag team. Current favorite. I mean. Like I mentioned, I'm a Bullet Club mark, so, you know, Anderson and Gallows. And I'm talking about Gallows and Anderson oh, no, yeah, in yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Not, not the WWE version, uh, which I hope changes real soon. Yeah. Um, but I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of American Alpha. Yes. I'm, and Chad Gable is my guy. Oh, yeah. If well, Eventually, uh, they're probably going to break up eventually. And I think Gable could possibly be that next Kurt Angle. Yeah, we were talking about that last week after a singles match. He is he's, he's phenomenal, brilliant. man. He's, yeah. he's good. Um, all time favorite. Um, I gotta I gotta say New Age Outlaws or my random choice is X Pac and Kane. Oh, I thought yeah. they were solid together. Yeah, they were a good tag. Great storyline too. Yeah, Marianne. I'm trying. I like going through my head without. I was like, can I avoid it? Can I avoid a tag team that has Chuck Taylor in it? No, I cannot. Fist, fist, best friends, three Oh, no, no, it's just, um, no, I'm just avoiding right, just right. going through them. I really like Dean and Cesaro together. Hmm. Dean Zaro. But, Dean um, Zaro. Dean Zaro. But I, um, I really like the two of them together. But I think that I really like Rapongi Vice. Oh, yeah. Rapongi Vice Dude, is, so is very, very good. I really like Rapongi Vice and I really like Best Friends. Yeah. But always, like, I'm just more of a comedy person than I am of anything else. Like the okay. performance comedy aspects. And so that's why I'm just like, I love Rapongi Vice. Oh, Rapongi's great. <laughs> that's um, so funny. Death by Elbow is good. Yep. Yes. Death by Elbow is very good. I would say my favorite current tag team would probably be American Alpha. Just so solid together. Yep. Um, they just works so well i also really like the revival i think oh, they're yeah. very good throwback. Throw, throwback wcw nwa tag team that's exactly, why i exactly. love them so much still can't tell them apart my my all-time <laughs> favorite tag team is the dudley boys okay um i, I huge dudley boy mark absolutely love them i don't know about this last run but yeah 
great, great tag team. I think that's, oh, favorite current women's wrestler. Oh, man, there's so many right now. Jesus Christ. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss. You know, I, I said this back when she was on she NXT. She is amazing, as I've said many times. And I don't know if it's too <laughs> far out, but I think she can become a, the next Trish Stratus. Holy hell. Yeah, I said it. That is a bold prediction. I said it. If she can continue just developing and getting better and better, which she really is. Wow. I, I think she could do it. Marianne. I had to think really hard about that. I really like Nicole Savoy. Nicole Savoy is great. I really, really like her. It's like it, there's a lot of the time where it's like I'll see um, a female wrestler and then I'm just like, oh, that that was that that bitch could kill you. Like I just like those. <laughs> I love her. Um, I really like. Well, obviously Sarah Del Rey is fucking great. Yes. Yeah, I really liked her. And there's somebody else I really liked. Well, obviously Kimberly. Yes. But because um, Kimberly could. Oh yeah suplex like two grown men uh <laughs> but yeah probably nicole savoy i'd say my current favorite is heidi loveless i think she is amazing uh i hope she gets i guess re-signed because she was already there i really like sue young oh sue young sue young and chrissy rivera oh who's, yeah because yeah, yeah. chrissy rivera will take what she dishes she's fucking badass if you have not seen her She's crazy, like crazy. Does like she reminds me of, weirdly enough, she also knows, and she reminds me of Moxley. Oh yeah, yeah, but in the same like really daring, bold, fucking murder herself kind of way. You know what's great about all of this is like I named a WWE superstar. You guys, guys, you know, name some indie talent. I love this. Is the greatest era of women's wrestling. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. uh, I believe you guys were talking. You guys were talking about that, and I, I in my car was like, "Yep, they're one hundred percent." It's the greatest era. I mean, and I, I look at the list of people I've, I've interviewed, and you know, the Jordan Graces, um, you know, even NorCal talent like Shotzi Blackheart, Brittany Wonder. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I interviewed Kennedy Brink. I don't know if you guys know Kennedy Brink. Christina Von Eri. That's one I forgot. I knew there was one I was yeah. like, Christina Von Eri. I fucking love her. Sweetest person in the world, too. She's I'll tell you so, that. She hugged me, and I wasn't expecting it, and I went, ah, <laughs> I freaked out about she's, it. She's great. Oh, man. I love her. She's fucking underrated. She's great. Yeah, we are living in a boom era for women's oh, wrestling, absolutely. which is great. And it's great. not just in this country, man. No. UK is taking off, too. Pollyanna. Yep. And... um. Oh, God. There's so many people over in the UK, too. There's another one. Heidi Katrina. Yes. Nixon Newell. Nixon Newell. Yes. She's fucking teamed up with podcast favorite T, uh, Pete, Pete Dunn. Dunn. And she's like gone like psycho. She's gone crazy. She's, she's, she's got female Pete piece. Dunn yeah, now. I was like, Pete what Dunn. the fuck happened? <laughs> like She used to be like little Mark Andrews. Yes. She was like female Mark Andrews. And then I love Mark Andrews. He's so nice. Um, Like female Mark Andrews. And now she's like Pete Dunn. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? That's a 180. <laughs> I mean, and also, you know, somebody like Kira Hogan. I don't know if anybody has heard um, of her. I it sounds familiar, but she she's great, and there's something special brewing in Florida right now with Santana Garrett's spot. Oh, she's yes. great, Santana Garrett. You know, shocked she has not been signed yet, dude, which is probably even... by her own yeah, accord because she was in stardom and across seas and stuff like that. So, and she's developing a lot of female talent out there in uh, Florida right now. The Team Vision Dojo. Oh yeah. So so look out for a lot of the young ladies out there, and shout out to Thunder Rosa. Yes. 
I like Thunder Rosa yeah. a lot. Uh, Delilah Doom is also another. Oh, yeah. I love Delilah Dude, Doom. Dude, how amazing is the character? Like, she's, probably not even a character. That's actually her. Yeah, I feel like it is her. She's. she's I love the people who you can tell it's not far. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, it's, it's good to see somebody who's like completely 180 different. Such a great person. Uh, Mia Yim. To oh, man. Jade, if you will. I remember I watched, and I, I told her this, and I admired it a lot, is I was watching an Inspire Pro from Texas, and they had booked her, and I think she was like the second to last match, but you could see her in the background. of She's watching every match. Yeah. Just standing there watching every match, and I thought that was super cool because that just shows how dedicated she is, and she's fucking... You she's told her great. that? Or... Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Did you have a moment with her? And just, like, I, I don't know. I, I feel Eddie, Eddie around. Um, I love I Eddie. Just I want to meet Eddie Kingston. Have you seen the pictures of where with Mark Andrews and her socks? No. She makes she she took a picture where she was making fun of Mark Andrews' dad socks because he wears like the <laughs> tall ones. I was like, yeah. how dare you make fun of my angel Mandrews? And she took a picture and it's like a selfie of her and she's making fun of his socks. And then he takes a picture with her socks and he's with Eddie Kingston and he was like, oh really? You're gonna make fun of my socks? And it's her tiny little polka dot socks and Eddie <laughs> Kingston's in the background looking all grumpy. It's so oh funny. I was like, oh Mark Andrews. I was watching the tryout. Um, Pick on his that dad they had socks. at the performance center and they oh, interviewed Kingston. The- Promo, yeah. he, was, he was just going gangsta on that promo. He didn't give a fuck. No, he he, his I've old... been stabbed, and that was easier <laughs> than what's going on well, here. Rich Swan's been shot. Yeah, yeah. There's just like crazy. He's fucking funny as hell. I don't know. I wish I could have the cut the promo on that one. I wish I could have seen a 3.0 because mm. they're both so good. They are very individually. Good. They're even good. Man, so. you got anything else before we uh, wrap it up here? I don't. Th- think so yeah. other than birthday shout out to someone who i know listens oh tim well, donst oh yeah i've heard of him yeah i quoted him earlier i told him i texted him i was like <laughs> i just quoted you on the podcast it means you have to listen happy birthday timothy you made it to 29 you did it <laughs> you survived constantly getting cut for a living <laughs> you, su- you, you su- also survived all the czw matches yeah. all of the death matches and cancer yeah that too yep. huge you're the best. He's also very nice, which is weird. A lot of apparently, have you, I'm sure you've interviewed like deathmatch dudes. They're all oh, fucking yeah. nice. Like apparently Danny Havoc is like the nicest dude on planet Earth, Like, which I think is the weirdest thing because yeah. he's horrifying. Yes. But yeah, um, other than that, just like a happy birthday to him. And yeah, that's it. AJ, let's go through the spinning heel kick podcast plugs, sir. Go for it. Oh, man. Check out, check out spinning heel kick podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Go get yourself a shirt. We got four designs on ProWrestlingTees.com. Yeah, you're on, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. That's yeah. pretty sweet. It's, it's pretty cool. You know, all that time that I was spending money on Pro Wrestling Tees, and now yeah, I have right. my own shirt. You know, four different designs. So go get yourself a shirt. Could you lend me a pair of Pro Wrestling Tees sunglasses again? I don't know how to get them because they mailed them to me when I first got a shirt, uh-huh. and they were free. And then I lost them. You're right. I might sunglasses. actually have a pair. I got oh, you. My I got. They God. sent me the little gimmicks here and there. So oh, that's cool. I might Fuck. have one for you. Um, and then coming up next next Saturday, I believe is the 29th CampbellCon. Yes. yes. So I'm gonna be there, uh, you know, with my shirts, some flyers, you know, sharing the knowledge of what the Spinning Heel Kick podcast is all about. And I hope everybody, especially in the NorCal area, can come out for that and come Gotta chat it up. Support each other, God. Yeah, absolutely. Each other. We're so separated. And uh, I think, and this is one of the reasons I appreciate you guys having me on today. Is I reached out to you guys because I didn't know you guys were out here. 
Yeah. What, was it, what was it my Instagram or something and you're like wait you're in the bay and exactly I was like, I was yeah. like it was her like post because I didn't have you on IG I had, I had oh because we Marianne. had yeah and we had the uh, was it my San Jose Sharks picture it had to be yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was I was surprised. I was like, you know, we're literally 15 minutes yeah. away from each other. Like, why are we not collaborating? You know, because yeah. my podcast is a different style from your guys. Right. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And this this right here, just collaborating allows the three of us just to have a conversation about pro wrestling, which I don't get to do, you know, on my show because I'm interviewing wrestlers every yeah. week. So, you know, I got these thoughts and stuff on my on my dome. So for me to be able <laughs> to be here, it's always good to have a conversation about wrestling with people, especially since I don't have any people in my immediate vicinity oh, yeah. Yeah. to talk to about it. And I like, I'm always like John, duh, 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 duh. like John and my friend Jaron are like the only two people I talk to about it. And so it's good to branch it out so you don't feel as like it all bubbled up inside oh, like absolutely. anger. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I needed more wrestling fans, you know, or friends, not fans, yes, but yeah, like fans of podcasts. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. only there's only so many people I can like talk to like about Chuck Taylor, my oh. manager. Yeah, there's only listen. so much Chuck Taylor well, she, that you can she, text yeah. me. She, no, 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 no. <laughs> like our um, a friend of mine, Max, was like, "You, you're banned from talking to me about him." And I was like, "I'm sorry," but my manager loves him, so she'll let me talk about him all I want. I think he's hilarious. Where can we find you on Twitter? Yeah, that. Yeah, Twitter at Spinning Heel Kick Pod, Instagram at Spinning Heel Kick Podcast, Facebook.com backwards slash Spinning Heel Kick Podcast. I like to keep it simple. Um, YouTube channel. I'm trying to transition and doing more visuals. So oh, I have a cool. few videos Ooh. up there. Nice. Um, go check them out. I did some interviews with Dylan Bostic. That's in person. I love um, him. Dylan. Shout He's out to great. Dylan Bostic and Raylan who got married today. I love him. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, two of the nicest people. Both former guests of the podcast. And I'm, He's great. Oh, he, he's fantastic. And I, 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 you know, I spent some time with him when he was out here for um, big time wrestling. Mm. Actually, I'm I got him out here. Like, you know, I shouted him out. They showed love and they asked me what my opinion was. And I was like, dude, yeah, Dylan's he told man. me. Yeah, he told me to come out. He's like, I want to have a conversation with you. Come out. And I was like, I can't. Like, I really want to. He's really nice. He's great. Uh, he's out here yeah. in L.A. So I'll, hopefully, you know, we'll see him more often in NorCal. More, yeah. Um, but yeah, nicest guy in the world, man. Real humble, and I'm excited for him and Ray Lynn, and wish him nothing but the best. Excellent. All right, I'm gonna start in on our plugs, I guess. Here, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Team Hate, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. I almost said my old handle, Sailor Moon Song. <laughs> you could subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. And you can also subscribe to this podcast and all of the other other podcasts on Night of the Living Geeks Network on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Shout out to Finally North. They do our music, soundcloud.com slash finally north, or just head on over to finallynorth.com. They have a website? They do have a website. What? I haven't uh, yeah, I don't know. It's got stuff there. <laughs> stuff I've and ch- things. I've checked. I've <laughs> confirmed stuff is over there. Uh head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our tornado tag radio shirts or just a regular NOTLG shirt. Everything's there. Buy a mug. I don't know. We got mugs. We need to make a dad cane mug. <laughs> I would totally a drink cane. a dad cane mug. World's <laughs> greatest dad cane. Uh, support TTR <laughs> and all of the other podcasts on Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon like our friend Chris. Chris, that's two shout outs in two weeks. Dose shout outs. You're a great person. We appreciate you so, so much. Uh, Patreon.com slash NOTLG. AJ, thanks for coming on, man. Man, thank you for having me, and uh, congratulations. Next week, 100th episode. Next week is um, episode 100. 
Holy a slight shit. shout out to Dominic right there. This episode, Neunensig. Um, join <laughs> us again next week for we have Holy Hell, episode 100. Kyle will be in studio. His long-awaited return. That should be an interesting three-way <laughs> oh, conversation we're going to have. Because let me tell you, he was... We were watching SmackDown, and he said, why are we watching this? <laughs> so, we'll see where that ends up. So that's it for us this week. So, Marianne, there's only one thing left to do. So, if you will... Ring the bell! <laughs> <laughs>